Hello, all you beautiful, beautiful people. Thank you for joining me again on the Writer's Advice Podcast. I am so glad that you are here. Um, If you have been loving this podcast, uh, please, it means the world to me if you could leave a review or five stars on your favorite listening app. It helps get this out even further. Um, I have another incredible author to share with you. A couple of updates first, though. The Starseed series, the sorry, the Shadow and Shifter series is in full swing. So you can go and get Starseed book one. This is if you love um, a young adult paranormal romance, very good versus evil, fated mates. Oh, there's so much goodness and so much love in there. Um, yeah, you can get Starseed, the first book, on Amazon, um, Kindle or Kindle Unlimited. You can save it to your Kindle. Um, and you can also get the paperback absolutely anywhere. So check that out as well because, honestly, guys, the paperback glows. The covers are insane and the paperback glows. But you want to jump onto it quick if you haven't read it already because book two is literally here. So quintessence, make sure that you save that onto your Kindle as well and grab the paperback everywhere as the series continues. But without further ado, let's let's get into this episode and this amazing interview with this week's author. Writer's Advice is a point of connection, a dose of inspiration, and an insight into the creative process of the babes behind the books. I'm your host, Olivia Hillier. Each week, I'll be interviewing authors from around the globe on their creative process and how they got to where they are today and what it's really like inside the industry of publishing. So listen in, take notes, and I hope you walk away inspired, ready to take on the next level of your writing wherever you are in your journey. Welcome back to the Writer's Advice Podcast, everyone. I am very excited for this interview because today I am joined by the wonderful paranormal author, Alicia Raid. So thank you so much for joining me today, Alicia. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Now, there is so much I want to speak to you about because you have six series under your belt. Is that correct? That's correct. That's six. I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> as well as some standalones, um, which are absolutely amazing. But I want to take it back all the way to the start and ask you, when was the first moment that you realized that you were a writer? I have kind of always enjoyed writing, but I didn't get into writing longer books until I was in college. So when I was 19, I had learned about um, National Novel Writing Month. And I'm like, well, if all these other people can write a novel, maybe I can too. So I kind of challenged myself to do, to write a story beforehand, just to see if I could handle writing a novel in a month. And I really fell in love with it. So when um, NaNoWriMo came around, I wrote my 50,000 words in 10 days. It was kind of insane. (laughs) And then, so at that point, like, I knew I liked writing, but there is one moment in particular, Um, like I said, I was in college, and I was going to school for biology, and I was in a human biology class, and for the first time in my life, I failed an exam, like, I'm a straight A student, this was, I was like, there has to be something wrong, but um, 
I failed the exam because I was writing a book instead of studying. And that was the moment when I knew, like, I don't want to do this biology thing. I want to be a writer. So I did end up changing my major. And um, ever since then, I've been writing. Oh, my gosh, that's amazing. And I love how you mentioned NaNoWriMo because we're in, like, the depths, the middle of it. Um, right. Is it because I'm in Australia. It's definitely still November in America, yeah? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. And I feel like it's such a great way for um so many people to get started. Like 50,000 words in a month is crazy. But once you've done that, you know, I feel like if it's meant to be, it's something that you don't stop on. So you then change your major into, um, uh, was it creative writing? I actually went um, and got my degree in communications with an emphasis on professional writing. So at that time, I was a freelance writer, and I didn't really think that I could make a career out of fiction writing. But I was like, well, I can like write blog posts and sell those, you know. And um, for a while, I did that until my books kind of took off. And I realized, hey, I can actually do fiction writing full time. That is amazing. That is amazing. So you've started your first book um, in NaNoWriMo. Is that one that you published and went from there? Yes. So that would be um, my young adult series. It starts with Fire and Frost. That was the book that I wrote. Um, it's about a teen psychic. And um, to date, it's had over a million downloads worldwide because it is a free book, but still none of my other books have ever reached that, um, that kind of numbers, but it didn't do anything for the first two years or so. Um, and I just kept writing in the series because I liked the characters. Um, and then I got a book bub about two years after I released the first book. Um, and that was the same. It was somehow coincided with the release of the final book in the series and it's a four book series um so the same month that last book released I had the book bub and um the book has been perma-free ever since so that's kind of where I got that the million downloads from because it's been like five years maybe six years since that book bub but that really like catapulted me into being like wow I can really make a career out of this yeah, wow. And how great is that, that that coincided with the last release of the series as well? That's like divine timing. I absolutely love that. That means that you you were um, absolutely meant to do this. Now, so that was, uh, so that was that eight years ago. That's uh, if you, if that one was out two years before, was that eight years ago that the first um, book of that series came out? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the first book would have come out in March of 2015. And I did have one book that came out in 2013. That was like my practice book I did before NaNoWriMo. And I was just like, so like excited to get it out. But I did every single like self-publishing mistake you could do with it. So sometimes I'm like, oh, that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everything counts, right? Yeah, absolutely. So. Absolutely. And did, so your first book, did you always know what made you want to go down the um, paranormal genre? It's something I always loved to read. So I've always been a reader when I was a kid um, through high school, all of that. And I would always pick up like books about teen psychics, like vampires obviously twilight twilight was a big thing when mm -hmm. i was 
like in junior high, high school. And so I don't want to say I had an obsession, but yeah, I think that's kind of where it started. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And so how do you come up with your ideas now when you're um, thinking of a new series or a new book? Where does it, where does it all kind of stem from for you? For me, it always starts with the type of magical creature I want to write. Yeah. Um, so I'll be, for example, I'll be like, I really want, want to write witches. So I'll start creating my characters and my world and building my magic around that idea. And then um, I'm always trying to match up genre tropes with also creating my own spin on things. Yeah. So yeah. it just kind of builds from there. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And then also like a lot of your books have a a romance element to it as well. So it's definitely um going into that um those tropes which I absolutely love. Now, you kind of just went for it and was like um you know, I'm just going to put this out there and I'm just going to self-publish. You said before that you had a lot of you know, you made every self-publishing mistake in the book. Um, what would you say some of those mistakes and what have you learned? Uh, learned? So for any listeners that are, you know, looking at going down the self-publishing route for the first time, what um, what are some of the mistakes and what are some of the, the go-tos that you would recommend? Yeah, so the first book that I said was kind of like my practice book. Um, that was a standalone. And I did it completely on a zero dollar budget. I created a free cover. I didn't have a proofreader or an editor or anything. And I formatted it myself, but it was really bad formatting because (laughs) I had no idea what I was doing. So um, I definitely, the next time um, with the first book in the Crystal Frost series, I had learned a lot. At that point, I got, I hired a cover designer and um, I have not changed my covers on that series to date I still love them though yeah I do have to say like all your covers even in each series like they all add up and they all work together which has created it's like such a beautiful branding I love that I definitely try to brand my books in a specific way I like specific colors and specific art styles so it kind of looks like they all match when you put them all together yeah I mean it doesn't look like they're part of the same series but I tend to stick with like blues and purples they're absolutely Um, beautiful yeah but anyway um with fire and frost I also got feedback on that um so I was not able at that time to hire a developmental editor but I did contact family and friends to beta read for me so I was able to get a lot of feedback on that and make the story better and then I, I was able to hire a proofreader to fix typos and um, grammatical errors and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. I do want to dive into that. So giving your book to like beta readers when it comes to particularly family and friends, and it's your first book, how is that process for you? Because I know that that's something that stumps a lot of writers. Like if you've really invested yourself in one of your first books, you know, it it means so much to you to then get, like give that to someone who also knows you I feel like can be um a lot harder so how was that process for you to to really own it and and put it out there um I really wanted 
honest feedback. So I was very open to feedback. If people told me there's something wrong or this doesn't make sense, I really wanted to fix that because I wanted it to be the best it could be. And obviously I've grown as a writer. I can look back and see a lot of flaws in it. But at the time, I do think it was the best that I could put out for the skill levels I had. Um, so I don't, I don't think thick skin is the right word at that point where I was in my journey. But um, I do think I was very open-minded. I also think that friends and family were gentle with me, which is a good thing. But they were, I'm very lucky that they were encouraging. Um, so I think it's just important to go at it with an open mind and um, be willing to make changes and revisions. Yeah. And sorry, keep going. I said, and and to make improvements, as, not just with your book, but as a writer and to learn from it. Yeah, absolutely. It's coming coming to it from that mindset, knowing that you want to grow and you want to learn, right, rather than um, then keeping it hidden away. So I absolutely love that. And do you always know, I'm, I'm guessing now you know when to turn it into a series, but when you wrote that first book, did you know that it was going to be a series? Um, for the Crystal Frost series, I didn't know that it was going to be a series. I kind of left the ending um, a little open, like, like it's hard to describe, but basically she was like, she's a teen psych because she's like, I want to keep helping people. So it gives you the idea that she's going to keep having more mysteries come up, but I didn't know if I was going to continue writing more. And um, I, when I got feedback from theta readers, they were like, you should keep writing more. You know, it, it seems like she can, this character can, you know, tackle more things and learn more about her psychic abilities. So I love that. Uh, it just kind of turned into something, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. So, so that was eight years ago that you initially um, bought out that book and now you have six series and as well as standalones. How how many books all up have you have you got underneath your belt right now? <laughs> I believe I'm at 35. That's incredible. 35 books in eight years. What is your current writing process like? And how did it change from the beginning until now? Like you started with NaNoWriMo, starting with 50,000 words in a month. What's your, did you just keep writing and keep continuing the series and yeah, what's kind of, how long would it take for a book to to turn out for you in the beginning? And is it the same now? In the beginning, I wrote shorter books, around 50,000 words. And it usually I could draft pretty quickly within two to three months, but it would take a very long time for edits. Yeah. Uh, and so I don't think I quite went a year between releases I think by the time I had released the first book I already had the second book almost ready to go so it's hard to remember exactly um, how quickly I did those um, but now my books are significantly longer um, almost the last release I had was almost 200,000 words so yes. it's a, a little hard to compare those two because it's basically four books in one for the um, regarding the length but I feel that I've gotten a lot quicker because I just know my process better. So I originally started as a pantser and now I have outlined pretty heavily. So I typically kind of know where I'm going with the story now. Yeah, absolutely. I wanted, I want to dive into that because 
being a pantser and then moving into where you are doing a lot of plotting, was that a completely different process for you or did it come quite naturally after you'd written so many books? Yeah, what, um, how do you find the difference was, of it now? It was something that I had to learn um, as a skill because with my second series, by this point, I was able to afford a developmental editor. And we talked about how you have to really go into it with the mindset of mm-hmm. wanting to learn. And when I sent her these books, so I, it was a trilogy and I had already written all three books. So I sent her the first two books. She's like, just hold off on the last book. Let's start with these two. And she tore them apart, <laughs> which was actually really good because I learned so much from her. And she sent back her notes and she's like, Alicia is never going to talk to me again. Like she really thought (laughs) like she had destroyed my confidence, but I'm like, nope, I'm going to like be sad for a minute. And then I'm going to dive in and like rewrite these books. And by all her notes, by all the things we, we had changed, I'm like, this third book isn't working. We're going to completely scrap it, completely re-outline it and make it an entirely new book. And so I had hired her to help me with the outlining. And through that process, I learned how to outline. And a uh, funny story, that editor is now my co-author. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. I love that so much. That is so great. <laughs> it's funny. I feel like editors are actually like godsends for, for that because it's it's honestly great to be taken out of your head and to get a different person's point of view on all that stuff and even though if it comes back you know with a lot of markings on it it's um it's amazing to to go through that and learn that process so then moving into that yeah how um you've written so many series and now you are co-authoring which I am really excited to dive into because when you've been a, you know, a writer, it's it's more of a, a lonely journey than to co-write with someone. What was like, what was that experience like? And um, yeah, what made you want to do that essentially? So like I said, she was my editor and we just found that we worked really well together um, because for her to see me take all those notes and actually work with them and not just like be sad about it and not take her advice into consideration she saw that I was really motivated to learn and to do better and I don't exactly recall how long it took between her being my editor um, and then start co-authoring together I think it was maybe about a year later roughly and we had just kind of brought up co-authoring a couple of times because we had seen other people doing it where like we can put books out faster which spoiler alert that that wasn't the case with us <laughs> we've um we were like let's write a series a trilogy of three books at 50,000 words and we started the first book and we weren't even like halfway through the outline before we hit 50,000 words we're like this is gonna be a really long series and that what was supposed to be 150,000 words altogether for the whole trilogy has turned into four series. And I think we're at 19 books now. <laughs> so yeah. it's actually an entire world. <laughs> that is amazing. I love that so much. And what does the pro- what is the process like? I mean, I'm sure that uh, everyone does this differently, but how does this work with your co-author now of when it comes to 
outlining and particularly writing? Like, do you guys take certain parts? How, how does it work together? So our process specifically, obviously there's going to be many different ways to do this. So I'm going to encourage people to do whatever works for them. But for us, what works is that we outline together. We will talk over the phone because we live in different states and we'll have a Google document open with all the notes we've been adding um, either before we start writing the series or sometimes we have to move ideas to other books. We have a whole document of notes and we work together to go line by line, organizing those notes adding pieces in and all of that and then we always do dual perspective so it's always the male and female in the main relationship and one of us will take the male one of us will take the female and we switch depending on the series and then we go chapter by chapter so for example the male will take the first chapter female second I love this yeah uh, series like like right now I'm writing the mail so I write all of his chapters from his perspective on the odd chapters and so I'll write my chapter based on the outline she'll read it make suggestions and then she'll go and do her chapter and then I'll go back and do my edits on my chapter read her chapter leave notes and then write my chapter I love this so much especially when it comes to dual point of view that is I feel like that makes the writing process even more exciting because it's like okay like even though you have the outline it's exciting to see what um what what comes next in in the chapter that you haven't written and how that comes together I I love that it's like someone else gets to be you know your your other character like obviously yeah obviously you guys um edited uh with each other beforehand but do you have any advice for someone who might be looking into co-writing of how to find or how to know that that person is the right to work with together? I think the main thing to look at is the how well you guys, I'm sorry, it's hard to put it into words, but the work ethic of the other person. So are they able to keep up with your writing pace? So for example, my my co-author and I, are both full-time authors. So she can write a chapter a week. I can write a chapter a week. Sometimes we get two chapters done every week. Um, So we're able to keep up with each other. Um, We also tend to agree on things as far as like plot and character development. So we kind of think the same way and like the way that our tropes should be portrayed and um, how our characters should act. So we don't have a whole lot of disagreements. Yeah. Um, and when they when they come up, you know, we'll talk it out and be like, okay, which option is the best? How do we want our characters to act in this situation? And sometimes we do have to make compromises. So I guess just find somebody who is a good fit. <laughs> yeah. It's hard, to, you know, it's hard to put that into words. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean though, especially you need to be on the same page with the particular story and the voices that you're um, going ahead with. I'm guessing when you're originally writing out the outline for something, that's when it would become pretty clear that you guys are on the same page. For us, I mean, we generally are. I, I think that it's worth it to start out with sort of a test 
um, project so that you're not locked into something with somebody who isn't a fit. And that doesn't mean they're, they're not a good writer or anything like that. It just means maybe sometimes, you know, you don't work well together. It's, it's purely business. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And you've got to separate that, that creativity and the business side of it as well. Um, speaking of the business side, I am, I want to know more about your, like publishing process because of how many books you've able, been able to bring out over the years. What is it like for you now, especially when it comes to writing a series? Do you bring out a book before the next is written or do you wait? Um, yeah. How often are you releasing? Yeah, essentially. So right now I have my own series going on while I also am writing with my co-author. So this year we I personally released two books. So one was with my co-author and one was by myself. And like I said, these are very long books. <laughs> so uh, it does take me a year to write one of these books by myself. I typically will have the next book on pre-order right before the previous one releases. Yeah. Um, and then as far as publishing, I'm personally a wide author, which means I'm not exclusive to Amazon and I'm not exclusive to any other program. So I can take my books wherever I want and I go direct um, to everywhere that I can. So that would be like Amazon, Barnes and Noble, uh, Kobo, Google Play and Apple Books. So I, um, after edits are done, like it's formatted I just upload that file to multiple places and set it live and that's I guess my process Uh, I would love to hear more what specifics you want to know more about no no that's great I yeah I was just um wondering like yeah when you when you write how much like you're just ready to go like obviously there's the editing process and everything that comes comes from that but it's like yep let's just um keep putting it out there and keep producing when it comes to being a white author though do you have any um anything that you'd like to share on that like is it do you prefer being wide do you have anything um have you ever been on kindle unlimited before do you see pros and cons either way I have been on Kindle Unlimited and I did fairly well in it, but I was spending quite a bit on ads and I had previous experience with being wide and I had one series that I had never put in Kindle Unlimited and it sells pretty consistently even to this day. So I was like, just kind of sick of playing the ad game Mm. and I'm like, let's just go all in and see what it does. And so I think I've been completely wide for a year now and I've just seen more consistency with my sales and um, there's a lot less work that I've put into marketing. So it's much easier for me personally and that's not true for everybody. Some people do extremely well in Kindle Unlimited and I suggest that they stay there if they're doing that well, but some people do struggle. And in that case, I would recommend testing wide yeah yeah that's that's a really good um yeah just test it and find out which um which works for you better so I absolutely love that now I have a couple of questions for you when it comes to self-publishing what are some um advice that you would pass on to um yeah up-and-coming authors that are looking to jump into that 
my best advice is to just pay attention to your mindset because your mindset can make or break your success. And if you believe that you'll be successful, you have no choice but to be successful. Yes, that is the best advice. I love that so much. It is literally just that deep conviction and belief in yourself, which you are just absolutely the shining light for, like from how you've um how you started to where you are now and, and how much you've produced and, and created and the success of that as well. So that's absolutely great. And when it comes to the general writing process, um, yeah, what is some advice that you would pass on for upcoming authors on that as well? Don't be afraid to get feedback. Feedback is the one place where I learned the most. Like you can read all sorts of books and articles about craft, but it's you're not going to learn as much as a person can personally teach you but you need a good editor who can you know who vibes with you I will say that you don't have to listen to everybody but listen to somebody you trust and they can teach you a lot yeah absolutely I love that and especially when you're like you said, you can read all the books on craft, but when someone's working with your own work as well and your own writing, so you can get that direct feedback on that, that's, um, yeah, priceless. I love that, Alicia. Can you please share with us everything that you have got coming up, um, where to find you, and, yeah, all those things that listeners can get get around you? Yeah, so right now I am working on the Hidden Legends series. That's with my co-author. And my solo series is also in that same world. It's just, um, that's the one that I write by myself, but it ties in. There's Easter eggs and all of that. So that's what I'm releasing now. I will have a new audiobook coming out soon in that world. And you can find me on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. I believe most of my handles are at Alicia Radis author. I think Instagram is the only one that is at Alicia Radis. And then I am aliciaradisauthor.com. Oh my gosh. I love this so much. I will make sure that I put all that in all those in the show notes and yes, everyone needs to get about your books and just honestly check them out. So thank you so much for your time today, Alicia. And I'm, I'm excited for everything else that you've got coming up. So thank you for having me. It was fun.